Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. First of all, wishing everybody a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas. Recording this video on Christmas Eve, so I want to give the best to everyone out here that's celebrating, that's staying safe and staying happy and hopefully eating lots of good food. So shout out to everyone watching this video tonight. But the Toronto Raptors, obviously this year, don't have a Christmas game. However, we do have games coming up and we are without a lot of our players. So as we've broken down on previous videos, we've we picked up a bunch of guys, you know, Nick Stauskas, a couple other players in the, in previous videos. You can check that out. But three more players have been signed, including a center, a guy that's actually listed as playing uh, the center position in the NBA. So that might be a Christmas gift people will be waking up to tomorrow morning when they see that if they haven't already seen it. But I guess we'll, we'll break it all straight down. And the first guy we're talking about is Daniel Orturo, who is a guy that played for the LA Clippers last season. He was he was a first round draft pick and uh, average, you know, the stats aren't that uh, eye popping, two points or two rebounds, didn't get that many minutes, 20% from the three point line. We're not going to overreact to these these tough stats that are up here on the screen because he is a guy that is certainly an athlete. Right, he has a lot of potential, right? And obviously with these guys, they're on 10-day contracts. But, you know, there's a chance. We did leave one roster spot open when we cut Sam Decker, you know, to save on the cap and not have to pay that situation there. That's why the, the Toronto Raptors ended up cutting Sam Decker. So one of these guys on these 10-day, on these hardship deals could end up staying. And Daniel Arturo, if he can prove to be a legitimate center in whatever minutes he gets, I think might have the best shot. With the exception, maybe Nick Stauskas is obviously given the Canadian factor and all that sort of stuff of actually keeping on the roster. Now, Daniel Arturo is a guy at the Raptors Digest, been interested in for a while. Josh actually wrote an article on him last year, pre-draft, saying, uh, you know, it's an interesting article. I'll link, link it down below, but uh, saying that he, he was the guy that the he wanted the Toronto Raptors to draft instead of Malachi Flynn. And... No, he, he's a player that has a lot of promise. I showed his actual stats there in, uh, <laughs> for the LA Clippers. Definitely not that exciting. Not something that I know a lot of people will get excited over. However, however, he is a player that in college was a solid scorer, shot pretty decent percentages from three, close to the mid thirties, high thirties, uh, you know, 40, 40% from the three point line, obviously on that shorter college three, he gets rebounds, he finishes in the lane. And as a guy that obviously is raw and smaller undersized at the center position, maybe this is something that'll burst people's bubble, but he's listed officially as six, eight, six, eight, uh, according to NBA.com, the NBA G league. However, I've seen everything. In regards to this guy's height, I've seen it be listed as seven foot. I think that's the the height Josh used in his article breaking it down. I've seen six ten coming into the draft combine. I've seen six nine throw down in more recent articles. But the NBA and the G League site officially list him as six eight. So definitely an undersized center, right? That's something that could be a little bit of a little bit discouraging, as obviously our entire team is six nine. But hey. Masai Jiri likes that height. He's planning something big. Maybe Arturo could uh, come into the mix. He's still a very young player, early 20s. And, you know, a guy that finishes, gets rebounds, and while his stats, as I showed, are a bit underwhelming, however, in the G League, it looks like he's been tearing it up. Now, I, I spent some time trying to look for Arturo's stats, 
and uh, not not some. I, I looked for a solid few minutes, and I couldn't get any of the, the stats to load, whether it be on Basketball Reference or on NBA.com. However, there was like a section in the header where it said he was scoring twenty and ten, and there is uh, there is proof that he he is playing. You can see pictures on Getty Images of him playing for these the G League Bulls team. So he's definitely playing. He definitely has stats. So I'm gonna rock out. Apparently, he's scoring twenty and ten a night. They're in the G League playing that center position. So that's encouraging. That's encouraging for a guy, whether he's only coming in for 10 days or a young player, a young promising big that is, you know, you can get on the cheap and sign in on that extra roster spot. Definitely something to keep an eye out. Arturo, especially if, you know, right, so young, so early into the careers. I've been pushing the precious propaganda all year long, talking about how young centers, you gotta have their way you gotta let them develop and the fact the Clippers just let them go after one season could be a bit of a red flag but could also be you know they're giving up on a guy too early Clippers making silly decisions as they uh always do trying to copy the Raptors making these silly moves but now we're copying the Clippers picking up Oturo but I think it could be a, a cool pickup but he's not the only guy that we uh that we signed another guy that's notable right and player that has been Bounced around the league a little bit is DJ Wilson, who, you know, has had solid stats. No, solid, solid for a guy that you're getting midseason on a hardship deal. Five points, three rebounds, thirty-five uh, percent from the three-point line. is a is a bigger dude can play the power forward position again, six nine, six ten range, and you know he's got a fire Instagram. He's got a fire Instagram. That's one thing I want to throw out there. He calls himself Lanky Smooth. This is something I saw him on. He was on the Bucks, I believe. I don't know if the my timelines are correcting or are correct in thinking this, but I remember seeing this post when yeah the Raptors were playing the Bucks in the playoffs, right? In that uh that run and Wilson was a guy on the bench and right and people were making fun of him, saying he looked like Brittany Grinder. So I creeped it out. I was like, is the, are these similarities truly there? And then. I found I found his Instagram. It's pretty pretty wild, you know. He's you know if you want some more Christmas gifts, check out uh check out his Instagram. Some fire captions, steal them for yourself. The one I posted there is I keep my juice in the oven. Just walking into the stadium, you know. A man that keeps his juice in the oven is definitely a guy we want on the the Toronto Raptors. But I digress. As a power forward, right? He's he's a player that can he seems just solid at everything right played for the bucks went to the the oklahoma city thunder right and then is now in the g league and for the okc blue he did have a solid season last year in uh in the g league playing for the the for wisconsin it looks like wis but uh 19 points and nine rebounds and shooting 38 percent from the three-point line and he shot 46 percent from the three-point line the season before and he only played six games so it's a small sample size and last that's a small sample size too so he, he has promising numbers at times in the G League. However, for the OKC Blue this season, his worst G League season by far, only 26 minutes per game, about 14 points, eight re- or 10 rebounds, which is solid. The rebounding numbers are going up, but shooting t- thir- 24%, 24% from the three-point line. And I get G League season, smaller sample size, especially with bubbles and everything happening, but 24% is a bit tough, but I guess a big guy... You know, long guy that can shoot shoot the three. That's that's encouraging. That's encouraging. Now he's a little bit older than Oturo and the next guy I'm gonna be talking about. But uh, you know, 6'10, 230, right, and age 25 at this point. So I don't know. Maybe a guy, if you like if Messiah's creeping that Instagram game, trying to get players that you know can up up I don't know. 
up the Graham status. Maybe he's a guy the the Raptors should uh should pick up, should pick up and bring into the into the squad. But uh, the final guy we're talking about in this uh, this podcast is Tremont Waters, who I've seen a lot of people talk about as a as a prime pickup, a steal of a pickup, and his uh, stats for the Boston Celtics. Not, again, not earth-shattering. If there was earth-shattering stats, then they wouldn't be available at this time. But um, four points to assists, 40% from the three-point line. He's only 5'10". And if the NBA is officially listing you as 5'10", then you know could be shorter. Could be shorter than 5'10". But uh, Tremont Waters, a guy a bit explosive, can uh, can shoot the three, can do different things, right? He seems, again, like another just average... 510 point guard. I looked at a few highlights. There's some there's some nice plays there. Definitely a, an intriguing prospect. 17 points, 6 assists, 3 steals per game, which is very nice there in the G League, right? But only 36% from the three-point line, which you know, it's less than his actual NBA stats, but as 510, 36% all right. It's all right. Right, but you probably want to get close to the 40% if you're going to be in the G League and getting those stats up. So, Tremont Waters, especially we just signed Brandon Goodwin. We still have a, well, we, you know, he's also fighting on a 10-day contract. And he looked very a lot, very promising for the Atlanta Hawks. Right, We have Freddie Van Vliet. We have Malachi Flynn. We have Delano Banton, all going to be playing the point guard position. It's going to be tough for him long-term to find his place. But, I don't know, it's going to be exciting to see just, I don't know. I, I'm always hyped. I'm always uh, excited to see new players just Donald Raptors uniform, see how they do, and it's gonna be cool who Nick Nurse ends up throwing out there. Obviously, Nick Nurse has the experience of coaching a G League team and getting used to players that are aren't you know usually on the roster, mix and matching pieces left, right, and center. So hopefully the Raptors can string out a few W's. Hopefully, no more games are postponed. People come back healthy and everyone's staying safe. And just like you guys, everyone chilling out. Newfoundland, you know, the festivities, the mild festivities. I had four people at my house tonight. Newfoundland's getting hit with the Omicron and I'm sure a lot of places are. So wishing everybody stay safe. I'm happy the Raptors are getting some players. Nice to see some guys get some opportunity. There's one thing it's nice. There's a huge opportunity for lots of players across the NBA to get some, get some run live their NBA dream. But are you guys excited about the signings? Let me know in the comment section below. You're the best making this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, all that cool stuff. Josh made an awesome video yesterday breaking down uh, Pascal Siakam, his whole trade situation. So if you like those narrative style essay videos, let us know in the comment section below because I thought it was really cool. But uh, we got a lot of big things planned coming for the new year, the Christmas break. But, you know, just wishing, wishing everybody, I hope you guys like the, the Santa hat rocking that out there but uh anyways you guys are the best i'm signing off merry christmas cheers